So we all need to know how to look positively at the world in which we're passing through. You know, there's a kaleidoscope, a menagerie of viewpoints swirling around us, some louder than others, but all are demanding our attention. Now, the keys to staying positive in what could be a toxic world are located within and under the influence of what we choose to pay attention to. Today, five keys to staying positive in a venomous world to manifest our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings to all of you KBs who are refusing to be double-minded, all of you manifesting kinetic believers all over the world. So glad that you are here today. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Kenyon. Email address is stephenkenyon.com. Stephenkenyon.com is not the email address. It's kineticbelief at stephenkenyon.com. <laughs> the website is stephenkenyon. You'd think I would get this right by now. One would think, but that's okay. It's too many Stephen Kenyons in, in all of that. No judgment zone. <laughs> oh it's all good. How are you, Matt? Hey, Steven. Greetings to you, my friend. Oh, so excited to be back at the podcast. Oh, it's too long in know, between, I isn't know. it? I miss it. I miss it when we're not doing it. I just need it. It's the good feeling juice that you need <laughs> good, good to feeling get through the day. Juice. Can you believe it? We celebrated our fifth anniversary yesterday. What? At the Grand Canyon. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. And there was no oh, one yeah. there. And they just oh, they just reopened the Grand Canyon just a couple of days ago. Yeah. And who closes the Grand Canyon? How do you close that thing? But it was closed, and they I just know. reopened it. And so it we went, and there wasn't anybody was else kind there. of deserted, yeah. Drove right up to the edge of, yeah, of it which of course made it so special and i feel like we got married literally yesterday i mean it really does feel that way it like just, we were out in jackson hole mm-hmm. out in front of the tetons in the field of flowers just a moment ago getting to know you <laughs> getting to know it's still fresh isn't it yes i love you, oh, I love you Steve. the grand canyon was amazing though and you know i've seen it flown over it you, but you can't see it by flying over it. doesn't really it. count, does it? No. It was, of course, of course, it was cut by the Colorado River. Mm-hmm. And it is immense when you're sitting up on the edge of it. And by the way, don't you ever put your legs over the edge of that <laughs> cliff again. You're nuts. I wasn't that close I had to, to tell. I had to tell her, I will not take your picture if you dangle your legs <laughs> over the edge of... Uh, of the clip, you silly thing. We'll you. post it on Instagram. Let everyone else decide if I was too close. <sighs> Nuts. Well, <laughs> the, it has an average of, what is it, 4,000 foot drop. Yes. And it's 277 mm. miles long, 6,000 feet deep at its deepest Immense. point, 18 miles wide at its Oof. widest. It's enormous. Stunning. Stunning. Couldn't speak for several minutes. Beautiful. It's a, and it is, you're right, it's, it's a bit overwhelming when you first get there. It's just that it's a very strange sensation. It is akin to being near really large mountains, but it's very different than that, Upside too. down. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you can't fall into a mountain, so, yeah, it's a little different. It was, it was great. 75 degrees, clear skies, mm-hmm. blue skies, sunshine. I gotta say, I'm loving Sedona. Mm-hmm. 
loving and Sedona. Time of year. Yeah, the, the 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 dry wind, the dry heat here. Is well, just, we got oh, it feels so good. It's, it's pretty awesome. We've got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. So let's jump in. We're going to be talking about the five keys to staying positive in a venomous world. What a perfect word too mm. for the the time that we're in. Venomous. That, well, that's it. Toxic, right? Yeah, toxic. And it's everywhere. If mm-hmm. if you are expecting it and looking for it, you'll certainly find it. Well, and, and venomous is so perfect because you we're all sort of avoiding being infected by what's mm-hmm. going on. And so uh, I, I like that. Definite ways to do that. Look, the kinetic believer determines every single day that the best is always here. Yes. It's now. It's not going to, it's not coming one day. It's not just wishful thinking or hopefully, you know, one day it's all going to work out and be okay. No. The kinetic believer says, this is the best. It is now. Regardless, today. yeah, regardless of what's going on in the world today. It's no different than if there were one negative event or a thousand going on at the same time it has nothing to do with the number of opportunities for bad things to be observed. The best is always now. And I like how you said daily because there is something very specific and special about this renewed sense of, of goodness and the best is yet to come and the best is right now today. Um, but that being on this sort of daily repeating pattern, you know, it's not no. monthly, it's not weekly, nope. it's not hourly, it's daily. That, that renewed sense with, this, with the sunrise. Present tense. Right right now. Continually affirming and confessing that, you know what, for me in this life, the best is always here. The best is always now. I'm grateful now Mm. because the best is now. The best is all that there is and it's now. Well, what are we doing when we do that? The kinetic motion the the creative energetics of expectation, the positive affirmations, what they're doing is they're advancing the vibrant, good, enhanced life. The substance of faith is attracting the whatever life we imagine to experience to form around us. And it's easy to see, too, that when you, when you pursue that mindset that you're giving us of the best is right now, that that's also going to propel you into this, this present-minded mindset. You know, you're always telling us we have to work to, to be in the present live in the present because that's all that there is. What are we doing? You're casting down imaginations, right? Negative thoughts, negative imaginations. You're casting those down and replacing those with the good thoughts, the good things. You (laughs) cannot harbor a bad thought while speaking aloud or affirming a good thing. I always love, and I know I say this a lot, but I always love the aggression that comes along with this. I love the, the notion of being aggressively happy and being aggressively positive in the present. That's just the kind of people that kinetic believers are. Well, you know, you're aggressive because it doesn't just happen to you. You're putting a demand on joy. You're putting a demand on happiness. You get your back up, by yeah. gosh, because nobody is going, no thing is going to rob me of my joy. I have to say, I don't, I don't know that a positive, happy mood has ever just sort of fallen on me. <laughs> that's usually the opposite, right? When you just feel mm. something, when something sort of just happens to you, that's usually the negative. Isn't so. that the aggression you're talking about? A happy, good mood will follow the aggression. It will follow yes. after your pursuit of that. It'll mm. it'll like get into the wake of your demand. Yeah, I like mm. that. Well, expectations, and that's what we're talking about. They're ex- expanding our knowledge mm. uh, regarding our imaginations. And... Those expectations attract. If you're expecting to be happy, expecting to be joyous, your knowledge will begin to expand. You begin to attract the information that's required to fill in those blanks that uh, create this buoyancy from within. Expect better, expect more, expect life, expect abundance, 
And you know what? You'll have you'll attract the wisdom for those things. Mm-hmm. In other words, when we talk about possibilities being larger and bigger than anything that we can think of or imagine, we're actually considering the creative power of our belief, the substance of our belief. Belief, the, the substance of belief is constructed from what we observe. It's constructed from observation. We get to choose what we will observe to believe. You don't have to look at something. Just because somebody says, look over there, you don't have to, okay? (laughs) You're in control of where you're going to look. We are in control. We can actually decide what we're going to consider to believe. So whatever we allow ourselves to observe creates belief. Rather we believe that or not. Either way, it's what we believe. It's what you believe. Every person comes into the natural with the ability to believe. We have a believer that's built in, whether you believe it or not. A built-in believer. You come with a (laughs) built-in believer. Belief Belief is the word that we use for what we are doing when we subjectively construct the reality that we will each possess. And belief is substance, quantum physical substance. It's tangible. Um, It's attracted to form whatever it is that we observe, rather by accident or on purpose. You know, the person who goes through life accidentally observing, look over here, I looked. Made you look. I looked over there too. That person, that person seriously remains a victim to circumstances, uh, victimized by random energetics. And life as such is belled from one alarm to the next. Well, I feel like you just gave us something really important to to be hyper aware of as we go through our life and even each single day is that assume that everything and everyone is vying for your attention. They are waving their arms and screaming and, and sounding the alarm. Look over here, look over here, because that's the nature of the world we live in. You know, look, that's, that's how they're going to make their money. That's, that's the competition of the world. And so being aware that, you know, if you're, if you allow yourself to just be victimized by those alarms, you're going to be looking in all the wrong places. You have to make the decision, you know, yes, misery loves company. But so does joy and yeah. happiness. And so you've got, to, you've got yeah. to be, we have all got to become really good at discerning what is joyous, what is happy, what is good for us, what should we be paying attention to. Yes. It's, you know, we're talking about like if on accident you'll go from one alarm to the next. It's like watching a, a pinball cascade falling from, mm-hmm. you know, in the pinball yeah. games, falling from just one bell, one alarm, one flipper <laughs> to the next, just banging around. This person really never knows what's going to happen next, where they will end up, you know, what will happen to them, if anything will happen. And the person who chooses what they will imagine to observe will experience the life that they continually imagine to choose, regardless of whether we like it or not, or rather we don't like what we see, or if we don't want it, or we do want something. When we observe a thing, either by imagination or observe the objective reality of another, how we choose to define what we observe becomes our subjective reality and the reality of it now exists within our formative passions and we're all just now well on our way to manifesting. Well, I feel like this goes hand in hand with something you've told us before which is is this idea that you just mentioned paying attention that attention really is our currency. You only have so much of it to give, give. You only have so much bandwidth in your in your mental capacity. And so what you're giving that to, you're really shelling out a very real piece of currency and you only 
only have so much to give. And so it's not like we That's have really this good. unlimited. Well, you've, I know that you've mentioned that yeah. in the podcast before. That's and it. so paying attention in every sense of the word. Absolutely. So five keys today to staying positive in a venomous world. Yes. And the first key is this. In quantum physics, we know that the act of observation changes things. We know that. So why is this important to kinetic believers? Because now this is where knowledge is beginning to understand the substance of faith. Quantum mechanics is absolutely the best theory that we have for describing the world at the the nuts and bolts level of atoms and subatomic particles. And so perhaps the most renowned of its mysteries is the fact that, you know what, the outcome of a quantum experiment can change depending on whether or not a human being chooses to measure some property of the particles involved in the observation. So when this so-called observer effect was first noticed by the early pioneers of quantum theory. They were, and they still are today, deeply, deeply troubled by what they were discovering in the laboratory. And I love it. It's just carry that forward from the 1920s all the way up to 2012 and beyond. And and physicists are still, if they're not pulling their hair out, they're pulling each other's. They're just (laughs) slapping each other and they don't know what to do with this information. Physicists are still tossing and turning in their sleep and regarding the observer effect in quantum theory. Now, why is this? It's because the observer effect seems to undermine the basic assumption behind all of science and that there is an objective world out there irrespective of us. This is the classical case of narcissistic science. In other words, a science which says, you know what, there is is the universe and then there is us. (laughs) And we're just some kind of accidental thing watching the universe go by. After all, you know, it is what it is. No, it's not. (laughs) But now science is baffling the experimenters with results that conclude that The imagination of creative creators, spirits that are having a natural experience, you and me and all of our listeners, create what we see. And so the question now begs, Megan, if the world, if the way that the world behaves depends on how or if we look at it, what can reality really even mean? Because, look, the evidence is clear. Simply by observing a particle's path uh, in quantum physics, even if that observation shouldn't disturb the particle's motion, we change the outcome. It's just, this is where it starts to get kind of crazy. In other words, what, you and, what we observe to think about, to consider, changes your life. And the implications now are absolutely profound. Mm. Uh, the physicist uh, Pascal Jordan, who he worked with the quantum guru Niles Bohr in Copenhagen back in the 20s, and he put it like this. He said, observations not only disturb what has to be measured, they produce it. Wow. He said that we compel a, a quantum particle to assume a definite position. In other words, Jordan said, we ourselves produce the results of measurements. So if that is so... An objective reality or attracting something that we do not observe or believe to manifest into our lives, well, that goes out of the window. It's not possible. And it gets even stranger from there. It is hard, if not impossible, 
to avoid the implication that consciousness and quantum mechanics are linked. Wow. So the presence of living beings with consciousness, which are capable of observing, that means that we live in a participatory universe. Every single human being is unique with the inherent ability to either flourish or diminish, advance or diminish, live or die, according to expectations. In other words, we get to choose what we will experience. Look, our thoughts, our thoughts are made up of the same particles of creation. All things, both seen and unseen, they're made of the same stuff. Isn't that amazing? Now, this information, what I'm telling you, it is so powerful. This unlocks the constructive power of kinetic belief, the substance of which provides evidence of things that we don't see yet. This is absolutely great news for us creative spirits who are having a natural experience. Why is this so important? For the kinetic believer, think big and you will attract an expanding life. Because there's always more than we can think of or imagine. There's more than enough to meet our every imagined desire in order to advance our mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. Mm, there's always more. Isn't that it? There's, there's just always more to life. There's always expansion. If there's a better way. There's more to experience. Isn't that what we're all here for? It's the journey, isn't it? I mean, we, we should be just jumping, leaping out of bed every <laughs> single morning, excited. Just I think you do. Oh, <laughs> Just so ready. There she goes. Getting worked up. Getting worked run, up. Run, Megan, run. <laughs> well, you know, I have to say the, these teachings, specifically what you're talking about right now, they're so exciting to me because it, it really takes you from hoping and wishing and that genie in a bottle mentality to I understand the mechanics of why my faith and belief are going to work, are working. And it really bolsters that belief and it gives you such a such a strong foundation to to stand on while you're working your kinetic belief. Yeah, you know the the greater portion of more is always available to us. And it's the substance, the building blocks of the universe and all things that we will experience is already established from within ourselves and we get to choose to manifest according to our good plans. Mm -hmm. You know, you could say that here on the earth, we've all been thrown into a, a big kettle <laughs> with the ingredients of good and bad, but, but, and this is a big but, we, we get to choose what ingredients we will align ourselves with. Mm -hmm. And the secret is to not allow yourself to be deceived. It's through, the, it's through the careful observation of what we choose to believe that we remove the lens of deception. It's what we choose to observe, what we choose to consider, the great portion of more that will align with our established good plans in order to attract and manifest what we desire. I have to say that what you just described, it's just, it's such a profound notion, isn't it? That to realize that we're sort of drifting through life and there's life is just like a big menu and you really don't have it until you order it, but it, it makes you feel like it exists, but it really doesn't until you choose it. So to be offered up all of these different options to choose from and then realize that they're not going to manifest. They're not going to really become real, a part of your reality until you choose them. Refuse the party tray. 
Uh, yeah. Right, the samplers, the samplers platter. <laughs> what are whatever. you ordering? <laughs> right. Yeah. One of our KBs, uh, who who's part of our inner circle, made the observation the other day that you know what, it's difficult. She said for them to stay positive because of all of the negativity in the world today. Mm. Sure, but you know this can only be true if if we consider the negative source information. Mm. Everywhere that we may choose to look, the opportunity for negative energetics is there. It's always been there, and it it always will be. Why is that? It's because negative energetics are flowables throughout the universe. Positive energetics expand and lead to more life. Negative energetics contract, they decrease and lead to decay, and they have always been and always will be. It's part of the universe. So where can one locate the substance of negative energetics? Right? I mean, don't we want to know where it is so that we can avoid it? Where is it? Where do we find this rascal? Social media, news, gossip, conversations at work, talk radio, even at home and at the dinner table. Wow. Look, if we're not carefully choosing our observations, if we're not on guard without any doubt, negativity paints and colors and skews the way that we will observe our own life, our career, our family, and our homes. Is this easy? Not if we allow ourselves to be influenced by negative source influencers, it's not. I love how that puts the responsibility of it back on us because that also just means that we're going to be in control of the source of energy that we're receiving or talking about or considering because you really just described it almost as, hey, it's a faucet that you can turn on or off. And so if you find yourself inundated with negative energy, where's the source? What faucet have you left on? Why is this even an option? What are you drinking from? That's wonderful. To quench what kind of a thirst? What are you you doing? (laughs) Either way, you know, without the daily habit of fixating our thoughts by journaling our highest viewpoints and thought forms regarding what we choose to subjectively believe to be true for us, what we choose to believe is honorable in our own estimation by choosing to believe what we think is correct and pure and lovely and admirable. Mm -hmm. If we don't fixate upon a, a daily habit of purposing to do these things and to meditate on these things, then the substance of negative source influencers will redirect our lives away from our original genius of purpose. In other words, you will be swept away by the current of destructive forces. You know, it does seem like there is so much bad news, especially right now in the world today. I mean, it's everywhere. You're inundated or you feel like you're, it's just swirling around you all the time. I mean, I personally know that I can't, I just can't go there because I feel its effects on me. It's such a deep physical feeling and knowing that you have when you're consuming this stuff. So, I mean, I'm just wondering how do we remain positive when everything does look so bad? Well, the solution to negativity is the same, regardless of it's one negative thing or a thousand dwell on the things that are excellent for you and worthy of your gratitude. Sure. Yeah. You know, the world has its toxic subversions, It's venomous denunciations, and yeah, you know, the universe is flowing with a diminishing substance of negative energetics, but if it's of any comfort, it's always been this way. (laughs) Feel better? (laughs) Well, but as as for the human condition, the interpretation of negative energetics has always been defined within the standards appropriated to a modern culture at any given time. The root is the same, which is the substance of fear. Fear in any language is still rooted in fear. The fear of not having, the fear of sickness, lack, destruction, condemnation, judgment, 
death. But the good news is this, that every single human being, the world, in the, the universe, uh, all of it is it's fertile for growth, for expansion, for increase. It's flowing with the, the advancing substance of positivity at a greater rate than that which is diminishing, and it always has been. In fact, the greater rate, is, it's far greater than any negative rate can ever be. In quantum physics, the plus one particle to the expanding universe is the very thing that prevents the universe from collapsing upon itself. So what, what's happening? It's advancing. It's growing. And so for the kinetic believer, simply by aligning ourselves with the positive energetics of the advancing universe, we too will advance. We will grow. However, because of technology, there is an intense focus today on the negative, which is creating energetic hotspots around the world. And these are vortexes. And these vortexes, these negative hotspots, I'm telling you, they will attract like kind probably far greater and easier than uh, ever before because the world the more the world intensely focuses upon one negative hotspot the stronger the diminishing effect becomes so all of you kinetic believers look away (laughs) pay no attention to that thing don't look behind the curtain choose to not dwell to not observe to consider those negative hot spots one worldview is this that all things are working together for good so the first key to staying positive in a venomous world is remain positive by avoiding those hot spots look we control what we receive into our mindsets and so we purposefully avoid those hot spots we choose to not participate with information with those conversations. I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to participate with the resources that are feeding me hot with hostility. Why? Because every single form of negativity always begins and is rooted in fear. And that which is feared will manifest against you. Wow. You know, the way that you're describing fear and, and teaching us about how it's functioning is it's so important because it's almost like you're you're offering it up as something that you can, again, like we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, it's, it can be infected. It can infect you. And so I guess we should just purpose to avoid all of those negative vortexes, those negative places, avoid the negative information, stay away from conversations rooted in fear, just stay away from from it. Well, you know, when, when we are holistically looking at this and we're going around the periphery of all of it to the onlooker or the new KB, it, this may seem complicated. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe it's a, a big deal and, and hard for anyone to, to actually do. Simply because of the massive amount of opportunity to observe negativity, it may True. seem complicated. True. Look, if it's negative, turn off the news. Get off social media. <laughs> Avoid gossip magazines and any internet sites and conversations even that are not positive. This is a talent every human possesses. The ability to sense positive from negative. We can all do it. It's like hot and cold. Yes. We know the difference. <laughs> Light and dark. That's <laughs> right. So the holistic viewpoint, yeah, right. You're out of excuses, you know, saying, well, I just didn't know any better. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Um, the, the holistic viewpoint for the successful kinetic believer is this, that all things create, they attract to form more of the same after its kind. Often, uh, being holistic has been mistaken with being spiritual. 
And, and I just want to throw this in and say, you know what, it's not uncommon for spiritually enlightened people to be holistic because they generally are more in tune with their actions and the impact that their actions will have. Mm-hmm. They get it. They are part of a bigger picture and their belief is their number one tool that, you know what, the mind, body and soul are all connected and we're all connected. What we imagine to be gratefully we become. Words are things. Thoughts are things when words are attached. The worlds, the universe, all things were created from the original thought form. The substance of things hoped for, the substance of whatever a creative creator believes for, creates. In other words, you know, we don't have to see it to believe it, but we have to believe it to see it. This is the way all things were created. Observation creates. I mean, just write that down with a big fat crayon if you have to. (laughs) Observation creates. Every single human being on planet Earth has within themselves the creative authority and dominion to observe, think, speak, and act. The act of thinking in alignment with words and action is the trifecta of personal creation. So here we are, the second key to remaining positive in a toxic, venomous world is to continually feed our observations with positive influence. This is a key constructive component which mm-hmm. is synonymous with the expanding universe. Wow, I really love this one. Continually feed our observations with positive influence. In other words, choose what we will look upon. I guess you could also say choose what we hear and, and talk about. Yeah, right. yeah, another way to consider this one is that all of observation is just... The beginning of creative inertia. In, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was going to say next. Well, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right. In other words, you know, we're beginning the process of kinetic constructive belief. Yes. When we expose our believer, our chooser, our observational energetics to persuasion, mm-hmm. it's actually fascinating that Leonardo da Vinci located and identified the positive dynamics of inertia in nature. He observed through experimentation uh, the creative power of kinetic belief. The genius of da Vinci was actually was most notably prevalent within his ability to observe. And not only was, was he masterfully a creative genius as a painter and a sculptor, but his passion, his passion for observation created these enormous, vast works of his studies regarding water, and which is fascinating to me. He, he studied water, the vortexes of water, the dynamics of the whirlpools that he would, he would uh, uh, witness and, and continuous quantities of water. In other words, physical quantities in motion change dynamically, but not quantitatively. And one observation of da Vinci's that I, I just I find fascinating was his interest regarding motion while observing water. Da Vinci observed something that, while uh, peculiar, still very common in nature, and that was both the impetus and the percussion of continuous quantities, namely water. And he was fascinating, and he would. You can look at some of the journals, and I think that this one in particular was just purchased by Bill Gates not long ago, and he diverted the original name back to the original name. It was. Whoever was buying it through the, over time kept changing the name of it to their name, whoever's purchasing it. Oh, so, you know, <laughs> that's strange. Kudos to Bill Gates for not doing that. But 
Um, he would, Da Vinci would, in this journal and his studies of water, he would make 720 analyses of his observations, and he would Goodness. write 70 of those and draw illustrations and put all those into the margin on one wow. page. One page. Just a fine line between obsession and, and right. actual studies. But So uh, in talking about impetus and percussion, for example, impetus is a, a concept Describing how a body set in motion tends to keep moving in the same direction. What's the commercial? The body in motion stays in motion. I think it's okay, environment or something. Was oh, that what it is? All right. So, in other words, inertia, momentum, Newton's first law, impetus, the energy of continued motion, and then percussion involves what happens when a body in motion hits another object. <laughs> so it's simply deflected um, at an angle, and a, and then you know, compute a velocity that can be calculated. But anyway, I say all that to say this, that Leonardo's understanding of fluid dynamics evolved from his studies of transformations regarding the deflection of fluid or water as it changes its path. Mm -hmm. The manner in which he would observe the shape change and become something else. But now why is this important to us? Because as we go back and look at da Vinci's writings and his manuscripts and all of his studies, it gives us glimpses into ourselves. Mm. In other words, how we function. You see, da Vinci gives us practical experiential knowledge regarding the kind of lives that we have experienced or are experiencing or that we will experience. Mm, that is so fascinating. I mean, I love, I really do love when you talk about the masters, somebody like da Vinci, an absolute creative genius, never anyone like him before or since. And in so many ways, really a kinetic believer. Um, and he's, he's also, like you were saying, it's, it's like so many things that we read and see about him. It's a demonstration of how, how we can improve ourselves. Absolutely. The thing about da Vinci is that he had a passionate curiosity, which is a, a trademark of every other avatar of success. It takes awareness. It takes a sense of observation for a creative imagination, for an ability to hold on to and to uh, flirt with fantasy until it just becomes you. Mm. Look, every human being evolves from the substance of thought, the kinetic belief, the impetus of desire. Whirlpools are created dynamically, which we inhabit. Vortexes. These vortexes attract the substance of our desires to form. Either positive or negative will form according to what we choose to observe in the world around us. This is the power of observation at work that's creating. So what do we need to know from all of this? Well, as a kinetic believer, we have methods for remaining positive, for maintaining the impetus of desire in a negative-laden world. For example, you know, I choose to saturate my mind every day by listening to positive music. Meg, we were laughing just a couple of days ago, sitting outside of a coffee shop in uh, up in Sedona. Yeah. And they had no music playing at all. It was early in the morning. So I put, you, you were inside getting another coffee or something. I put some Mediterranean acoustical guitar on my phone. <laughs> and I placed the phone over into a bush. I hid it up under the bush. <laughs> and you were like, where's that music coming from? 
<laughs> but but you know the atmosphere completely changed. Oh, yeah. It was totally different. Well, I, even it, it was eight o'clock in the morning. And somehow I knew it wasn't coming from the restaurant because I remember distinctly last time we were there how empty the space was. Because <laughs> right? usually they have music playing. And, and I love that it was empty. Yeah. Until, but I, I have to. I did almost forget my phone when we left. <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was just part of the atmosphere. Well, maybe he shouldn't hide it in the plants next yeah. time. Well, another tool for maintaining the impetus, the driving force of kinetic energy regarding our highest viewpoints is to meditatively saturate our thought forms with the blueprint of our journaling. Mm, Remember, yes. the journal is our article of faith. It is our passion. It's our constructive desires. Mm. Keep your chosen thoughts before your eyes and in your heart. Listen to positive, passionate, love-filled teachers. Expand yourself by learning something new. Take up a new hobby. Uh, read about new interests or develop new skills. Keep your chosen imagined thoughts before your eyes and in your heart. I've said it so many times already in the past that journaling absolutely changed, transformed my life. Um, but I do think it's important to make that distinction between, you know, keeping a diary and this sort of ongoing narrative about things that happen to you versus this creative manifesting type of kinetic a, belief journaling. There's a difference. You, the, the Jewish religion actually created something called a phylactery. Mm-hmm. This was a small leather box that was scribed with a positive message that would be worn and kept in front of their eyes as a way to keep an imagination in their thoughts mm-hmm. until it manifested into their lives. Well, for the kinetic believer, our manifesting journal is our phylactery. And this is where we keep our articles of faith in front of our eyes as a way to keep an imagination in our thoughts until it manifests into our lives. In addition to your manifesting journal, add more life to your life. Listen to, again, those love-filled teachers. Expand yourself by learning something new and take up a new hobby and read about new interests or develop some new skills. All the while, every day and throughout each day, in the morning before you arise, at noon while you're breaking, at night before you sleep, say out loud, I am so grateful for my perfected life. I imagine my wealth. I imagine my abundance. I imagine my prosperity within. I feel my perfected health from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. I am saturated with perfected health from within. Look, the affirmation of our positive chosen characteristics absolutely distinguishes us with an unwavering faith. And don't mistakenly believe that it is a faith in ourselves, in our own powers that leads to our best life. It's simply a conviction to our personal articles of faith that leads to the manifestation of the advancement of our mind, body, spirit, and soul. The conviction reveals peace. It it creates joy. And the substance of optimism, which, of course, is happiness, a prosperous and abundant life is as natural to a human being as expansion is to the universe. Mm. Let the way of more become the routine for living. Wow. Let the way of abundance become the habit for life. Retreat to your quiet space and do it every single day, even if only but just for a few minutes. Meditation Meditation has the ability to remove us from the the constraints of time. The energetics of any constraint is always going to be based within fear. You know, I have to say that when we first got uh, understanding about that concept of, of 
the practice of huga that it's something that re- really deeply resonated with both of us and it, it it really fits into that narrative this idea that no matter what level you get to in life no matter what you achieve in life it's these very distinct natural organic simple pleasures of life that will always elevate you to this place of of peace and rest and i loved creating a, a space of huga in our home and it doesn't have to be that big it just has to have things that that bring you joy and comfort and peace and and from I enjoyed integrating uh, textures and blankets and pillows and and candles and and books that and music mm-hmm. and then you bring you know a hot cup of tea or an iced coffee or something into that space Incense. and I think it's also you know you yeah. set the stage but then it also helps because you're going to be coming into that space with intention you're coming into the huga space with the intention of of practicing huga so it's this really beautiful marrying of of physical tactile things that you've put in there and then that that spiritual intention that you're bringing together so even if you only spend 10 minutes in there or a few hours on a Saturday afternoon it's it's going to have that same powerful effect a space and a place you know you mentioned yesterday what you thought was probably one of the most cozy atmospheres you could imagine was that of Jeannie in her bottle <laughs> I dream would of that, Jeannie would that not be the most perfect uh, hookah space well you know it's really funny because <laughs> I loved I dream of Jeannie growing up and I was so obsessed with her little round room that was in her genie bottle with all the pillows. And when I got my very first apartment, that was one of the first things I did. I created this entire like bohemian corner. So cool. And I loved it. I spent so much time in there, but without even realizing it, that was my very first place of hygge. Please send me to my bottle. I know. Right? (laughs) Danish word hygge. Hygge is a concept Mm -hmm. that encompasses a feeling of cozy contentment, you know, and just just this sense of Mm well-being. Through um, just enjoying the, the simple things in life, a great place to go, a great place to get off by yourself and just be quiet, and uh, to to uh, to consume your articles of faith, your belief, mm-hmm. those things that you see yourself and imagine yourself being. I think the the further you go in life and the more experiences you have, you you start to develop this idea and this realization that those things that we call simple are deeply extravagant just because of the impact they have on your spirit and your soul. Look, a few minutes in the morning, several minutes throughout the day at at different times, and again, just in the evening, the quietness of your mind, even if you can't make it to your bottle, just the quietness (laughs) of your mind with the imagination of greatness attracts to manifest your greatest desires because it's the routine of just lifting up, of edifying our every imagination that desires continue to manifest. Mm. And for goodness sakes, never put a time limit on the manifestation of any desire remember that the expanding life is forever and is forever being perfected and it's in the present moment never hurry or worry toward forever i like too that you brought up not putting a time limit on there and no hurry no worry it's this eternal pursuit because i have found too that when the manifestation process is taking place. You think that you're just manifesting this big end result, but it's amazing when you look back how many things were were being worked on within you so that 
the you that's being created is going to be perfectly cohesive with this life that you're manifesting. So if you think that you're just manifesting something, that's not happening. It's also you that's being prepared and and moving toward this thing in such a genuine way. Well, it's becoming you. It's like you are peace. You are love. Yes. You are joy. You are happiness. Yes. And if you are those things, then of course you're never going to hurry or worry toward those things. Those things are forever and they uh-huh. are now. Hurry is fear-based. I have to say that anytime that I'm feeling a little anxious, a little worked up about something, whenever you say, no hurry, no worry, that just melts away. There's something about that saying. It's almost like a little mantra that I've I've even taken on. I love that no saying. Hurry, no worry. Worry is fear-based. No forever, no forever is always, yeah. and forever is now. Mm. The third key to remaining positive in a venomous world is this. You know, we often talk about gratitude and how vital it is to manifesting our desires. So the third key is to continually be thankful. For the kinetic believer, thankfulness is a habit. Gratitude. Gratitude is never based upon how we feel either. In other words, don't wait until you feel grateful before you stir up the emotion of gratitude. Emotions emotions are the engine that produces feelings. Mm. The person that can control their emotions can manifest anything into their lives. That's such a good point that if we're waiting to feel good about something, it's probably never going to happen because it, we sort of were taught and, and I'm not quite sure why, but it does seem like we're taught the reverse of what you just said. So that's really bad information that we're unbecoming yet again, this idea that, well, when I feel good, I'll be grateful. Well, you got to flip the script. It's, it's, it's when you're grateful, you will feel good. We're trained that way as we grow up. How yeah. do you feel? How do you feel about that? What do you feel like you want to do tomorrow? Mm. What do you feel like doing now? How did they make <laughs> you feel? How does the new job make you feel? <laughs> Who cares how anything makes you feel? Choose how you feel. Yeah. Control your emotion. A person that can control their emotions can accomplish anything in life, and then the feelings will follow. Yeah. You know, that's one mistake often made by new kinetic believers, that they are thankful for things which can be seen. Right. Thankful, grateful for what they can see. Yeah. And this is good. But it's not enough to attract what we cannot see. Be thankful in all things for what you imagine to see. Don't be thankful for all things. Be thankful in all things. Don't be thankful for all things. Mm. Underscore. Four. (laughs) Don't be thankful for all (laughs) things because you don't want all things. A lot of things aren't good. Don't be thankful for all things. Be thankful in all things for the things that you desire to see. Why is that? Knowing this, that in all things that look, we're passing through all things, moving toward the things that are good for us, that we're thankful for, that we're imagining to uh, manifest into our lives. So while all things, regardless of the way they may appear, are working together for the manifestation of our good when we believe they are. So we're thankful in all things for those things that we're imagining to receive. But I love how what you just said, you, you began by talking about how powerful our imagination is and it made me think about when you're a kid and your imagination is more real than your reality and part of rewilding I've felt it takes us back to you talk about you know the faith of a child and and recapturing that power of imagination and isn't it funny as a kinetic believer it's almost like that imagination you the more you develop it the more you live in it it's like you're you're 
technical reality it begins to just sort of trail behind your imagination and your imagination becomes so real and that's the thing that feels more real than anything else because that's what's you know holistically developing imagination is always under attack that's part that's a tangent that is a a tentacle that goes back to the believer that we come into the natural Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the believer is a natural way of us expressing the life that we imagine to live and then but we're attacked in the imagination arena over and over again and again we have border bullies and and people that are saying you can't do that don't (laughs) who are you to dream about that and then keep tearing all of that down Mm -hmm. so the imagination is under attack but the rewilding process for the kinetic believers to go back to the beginning to reconnect with your original genius of purpose where the imagination flourishes you to advance your mind body spirit and soul yeah i love that i mean you know and you also you talk a lot about how belief is the most powerful thing in the universe i mean it was it was the bias of the creator Mm -hmm. the belief that created all there is so i mean really i guess you're saying without gratitude or thankfulness belief doesn't really seem to work for us I was building a a distribution center in a remote area of the Appalachian Mountains for providing food and clothing to the impoverished. And this was back in about 2007-ish. We acquired it's a 20,000 square foot building on six acres and the trucks, the tractor trailers were coming and going and coming and going first. Then uh, uh, hundreds of people started showing up for the distributions and thousands of literally thousands of people in the middle of seemingly nowhere wow. began showing up for these distributions. So that that thing got so big so fast that the building inspectors and fire marshal, they all came in and told us that we're going to have to rebuild this facility in order to accommodate the numbers of people that were showing up. Well, it just so happened that several other members of the uh, board of directors were there on that day for this particular meeting. (laughs) And they were, Megan, they were totally bummed out. I mean, you could, the faces were elongated and they were seemingly so depressed. The pessimism was thick. (laughs) And I remember calling everyone in. I'm, I'm saying, guys, look, this is going to be great. Said, this is fantastic. <laughs> We're standing out there in the middle of the, the arena of all the, the distribution stuff. And I said, this is great. I am so thankful for the authorities wanting to shut us down until we remodel. <laughs> you should have seen the look on their faces. They're like, what? How can you say that? Did what you not hear you? what they want to close us down, dude? And I just laughed. And I said, guys, look, all things work together for good for those who are expecting more. I'm expecting more. This is not the, to- the, the total sum of my vision. Wow. I'm, I've been sitting here going, how are we going to get bigger? What's about to happen? And I, I was expecting it. And it showed up. And then it's in our gratitude and it's in our thankfulness. The good things manifest in order to align with our gratitude and thankfulness. Wow. I love that analogy because it's going to be so easy to remember your <laughs> response to that to that news and it's so easy to overlay that over things in our own life when something pops its head up and says "Ooh, look i'm negative i'm a huge prob- new problem in your life we can pull a steve and and say no this is great this is not i love how you said this isn't the sum of my vision therefore this is not it no such thing as bad news yeah. unless i determine that it's bad news unless for you me say it is. unless yeah. i say it is so well, all news is good news for the kinetic believer i find it interesting too that you you were heading up this vision and this uh, expanding uh, entity of feeding clothing helping people in this huge way and isn't it interesting that because of your tenacity to be positive in that holistic way 
this isn't just kinetic belief all of a sudden it's not just affecting you it's affecting everything that you are connected to so I love this idea that kinetic belief it can feel very personal and only affecting your life but then all of a sudden you realize that with kinetic belief you anything that you're attached to anything that you're trying to do it's going to flow through you and everything is going to do well and expand and grow and flourish because of you because it's your Mm -hmm. thing it's your vision right and and what happened in that particular instance was builders heard about it in fact one of the board members was a contractor and others started coming in and they said well we're going to remodel this place (laughs) and people started donating building materials and this uh, I guess it was a a nice facility became an amazing one and the expansion and the Mm -hmm. loading docks were added and more tractor trailers showed up and parking lots were paved and it became enormous after that because of the Mm -hmm. substance of gratitude the substance of belief it manifested and became tangible Mm -hmm. and it grew and grew up now the other response could have been oh this is terrible this is horrible well i guess we're done and we could have turned off the lights and all gone home and no one would have been fed or children helped, right. or school right. supplies distributed. And I just love that vision, though, that when you perfect kinetic belief, that the impact of it and the good, the goodness of it is going to grow so large, and it's going to grow so far beyond you, but it's all attached to you. And I just think that's incredibly beautiful. No bad news unless you determine it to be bad news. It's all good. <laughs> Everything is good. So the fourth key to staying positive in what otherwise could be a venomous world is to be ready and willing to quickly turn, quickly turn from gossip, gossip Ooh. conversation regarding negative observations gossip. You know, Mm. no environment is perfect. No place is without its negative confluence or or a place where energetics merge, which produce choices Mm. to either remain positive or go negative. But if we continuously allow ourselves to feed upon the energetics of gossip, to listen to it and and submit ourselves to it, regardless of whether or not it's at work or, Mm. or at home or in the grocery store, not only will the substance of those things, not only will it begin to translate and reform our lives, but subjecting ourselves to negative energetics, like we've been talking about all day today, results in a person <laughs> not liking their job. It'll, it'll result in you not yeah. liking or enjoying being at home, wow. not enjoying going to those places that are toxic. Wow. And so we avoid it. I think it's really interesting that, um, you know, you're talking about avoiding gossip and these negative energetics really through conversation. And I'm just laughing because I avoid negative news at all costs. But it's so funny because I'll do I'll go through all this work to avoid it. And then I'll find myself in some horrifying conversation with someone as if I have as if I just turned the news on and I didn't do any of this it'll work. Hunt you, it'll hunt you down, won't it? Yeah, I mean, it'll come and find you. Oh, if, it's, if, it's, it's unbelievable. And you're so right. Places can be toxic. Um, that is deeply true, isn't it? But I'm wondering, is the actual place, is, is it the the earth, that specific, you know, ge- geographical location that has its own negative energetics or how does that work? Hmm. Remember, it's observation that produces. So it's what okay. we it's, it's what we remember to believe that mm-hmm. is extracted from a place that produces to manifest. Right. It's the mindful, purposeful decision to only speak positive words about where we work to create, mm-hmm. and to think only good things about all others. And yeah, you know, this includes speaking only good things regarding public figures. <laughs> Try that one out. I'll snap. Politicians. <laughs> Your cousins, Aunt Myrtle and them, 
<laughs> everybody, everybody else. And if you can't say something good, this is where you say nothing at all. There is so much more to be said about maintaining a positive world viewpoint, one that is accurate mm-hmm. and one that will forever serve you. And I do hope to get around to it. It's, it's, there's so much I want to really mm-hmm. get into with our, the correct world viewpoint. Yeah. Um, and I don't dare try to do it in, in just a couple of minutes because it's, it's a pretty big, uh, it's, it's a con- big picture. And it can be... It's complicated in its simplicity, isn't it? Well put, Megan. Complicated in its simplicity. So, all right, the fifth key. Fifth key to staying positive in a venomous world is to make certain that we are continually aligning ourselves with positive relationships. Mm. Encouraging positive relationships. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, the people that you love and care about and want to have a relationship necessarily have to match your positive energetics. Good luck with that one. Especially. Probably probably not going to happen. Good luck trying to match you, Steve. You're like the Mac Daddy of all positivity. (laughs) I'm always trying just to keep up with you. Well, no, not at all. That's not true. (laughs) But, you know, for manifesting a life that's filled with prosperity and abundance and all of those good things, we are responsible to maintain a positive relationship with everybody else mm-hmm. the the wow. the onus of that is on you it's on yes. me we're responsible for it we're not victims to this stuff it's your choice it's my choice and it's so funny because at the be- when, when I first learned about kinetic belief and you know you're you're teaching and you're you're telling us okay the onus is on you it's your responsibility I, I would feel myself sort of pull away from that notion because I think we're taught in many ways that we don't, we don't want to be responsible. We want to be able to shirk that responsibility onto something else. But then you start to realize that there's so much power in taking responsibility. It puts you in full, full control, deep control over every single thing that's manifesting and showing up in your life. I mean, it's always up to us, isn't it? You mm-hmm. say all the time that it's not what others, others think or that what they do or even say about us that matters. It's what we think. It's mm-hmm. what we say and it's what we do. And that constructs the lives that we end up experiencing. Well, look, other creative creators that we choose to spend most of our time with are important to our overall enjoyment. So sure, true. but absolutely. But work to locate positive-minded friends who are also edifying and encouraging, celebrating and championing you in the same way that you choose to bestow upon them. And if you don't know anybody else like that, then go to our website at (laughs) stephencanyon.com. Knock on the door of our private Inner Circle Facebook group because this is a community of kinetic believers who are Mm -hmm. like-minded that will celebrate your interests, that will champion your life path with you. Positive vibes only. That's, that's a great place to, to visit, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And hang out. It's a virtual hygge. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. And I see you wonderful. kicking around in that room some. And oh, I'm I love it. There. Yeah. Oh, and I just like reading everyone's experiences, their current ongoing personal experiences with the journal, with kinetic belief, because everyone's living vastly different, intriguing, beautiful lives. And I, and I just love seeing how things are showing up and, and manifesting. Look, it's vital that we journal our highest viewpoints to set ourselves for this journey and remain on course through life. Yes, life has obstacles and those obstacles are all the same. Learn to recognize them for what they are. According to quantum mechanics research prior to the Big Bang, there was a creative bias for every single form in the universe. The blueprint for mass was it was just unfurled and slung into existence where it permeates all things. And those things include all of us. We're not outside of this picture. We're part of it. 
particle physicists call it a universal thought form, the Higgs field, or they, they call it the God particle. The substance which upholds all things, it is immutable, it is unchanging, and it attracts the passion of every single human being to form, regardless of what's going on in the world around you at any given point in time. And, and today, is, is a lot of noise out there. But the law of kinetic belief, it remains unaffected and appropriates our dominion over the law of attraction. Walk in love, unconditional love for all others, and most importantly, unconditionally love your weird little self. <laughs> the thing that makes you different and the thing that makes you unlike anybody else. The discovery of the God particle bias, it confirmed what many of the world's uh, thought disciplines have known for centuries. And that is that we really are in every sense of all that there is in control of our destiny. Why is destiny so important? Look, it's vital that not only do our personal experiences, our success as a human being created in the image of our creator, but our destiny is our contribution. The life that we live is the legacy that we leave. And if we didn't grow up in a family of positive influencers, living our own legacy of kinetic belief, it probably just seems like some kind of an overwhelming task for us. But have no fear. Look, a legacy for others to know and to experience your delectable uniqueness. This isn't just for a select few. This is for everyone. Mm -hmm. It isn't just for those raised in positive homes that are surrounded by edifiers and encouragers and those things that we all wish we had all the time. No, listen, even if you were raised in a broken home, one with abuse or one without any positivity, you can start from the very beginning if you need to. Some of the most powerful, purposeful, kinetic belief families began with one person, just one person who was willing to break out of their past and create a new future by choosing to live their own legacy of belief and to begin right now, today. It's never too late to begin living a legacy of belief, a legacy of manifestations, of abundant desires born out of unconditional love. You can live a life that exemplifies gratitude before the next generation and change, change the legacy of your family. That is a powerful truth. Part of living a legacy of your genius of purpose is developing a relationship with your original identity, one that's all your own not based on the experiences of other people. If you were raised in a household of positive energetics, look, don't continue to live on the positivity of your parents or grandparents. Establish your own unique positive energetics. Well, what does it mean to establish your own? It means that you have your own story to write, your own adventure to live. You've got your own experiences to go and enjoy and your own miracles to manifest. Your family, your friends, your teachers, they can't be the source of your identity. What you learn from them will be nothing more than informational knowledge. Let the encouragement of others supplement and just strengthen what you already have. But don't make it all you have. When you have access to your own original genius of purpose, the, the faultless one that came into this world knowing no uh, birth defect, spiritual birth defect, the person that came into the natural knowing no wrong, I am telling you that you will spend time each day with your joy, with your peace, and your happiness in your own way. Mm. And you're going to hear a voice of wisdom guiding you with instructions for living your best life. You will always have a new story of how 
grand and how beautiful life is and how marvelous it can be for you to share with other people. Trust in your good purpose to know and to love yourself and all others and stand in perfect alignment with your highest holistic viewpoint for being without needing somebody else to make you happy or glad or anything else for that matter. There has to come a time in your life where you have your very own perfected identity, not your mother's, not your grandfather's or some other teacher. You have your own story to tell, and it is your legacy of perfected love. Um, I, I know, do you, I, this, uh, I was just thinking Maya Angelou, and mm-hmm. she, in her autobiography that she actually wrote, I think it was in 1969, there was a, uh, a series, volume that she actually wrote, mm-hmm. and uh, one was called, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, mm-hmm. And uh, describing her early years as, as a writer and a poet, but the, f- the first, I think it was a seven-volume series, but it's a coming-of-age story that illustrated how strength of character and uh, love of literature can help overcome racism and trauma and all those things that she had experienced. And she said that, um, I, and, and I know why the caged bird sings that there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Mm. How many people go through this life with an untold story, yeah. living someone else's life? Yeah. And I think of the character in Out of Africa that uh, Robert Redford played. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, he said, movie. he said, I don't want to get to the end of my life only to realize I've lived someone else's. <laughs> there it Isn't is. Isn't that it? Yes. You know, your story... Your story was written long ago, long before you even came into the natural. The creator of the universe was the playwright, and you and me, we're just the directors of this thing. And it's up to us to hit the marks that were designed uniquely and beautifully for each one of us. So I'm just, I would just say to rewild yourself, purpose to do that and become undomesticated from every influencers and unbecome all that you were never meant to be. To fall in love with your genius of purpose and your untold story. And then and now just let the fun begin. (laughs) Stubbornly, and and I do mean stubbornly, put a demand upon the masterpiece plan to reveal the best which is yet to come. Be stubborn about it like you, Miss Meg. (laughs) I was just going to say, I I can do that. (laughs) I I got the stubborn thing down. You know, Uh, Steve, we talk a lot about rewilding, and I know our workshops and retreats deal heavily with locating that original genius of purpose to begin manifesting our desires, but I'm just wondering, what would you say would be the quickest way, you know I'm always looking for the shortcut, (laughs) the quickest way for someone to overcome some kind of negative thing in their lives? I mean, some people, they they could be going through a lot of stress in their marriage and relationships. Gosh, especially after the last few months, right? All the, all this isolating. Oh my goodness. Um, or maybe they're just struggling with some kind of sickness or disease, whatever it is. How could they fast track the law of attraction to begin working in their lives? My kinetic belief, life mentoring, friendship is the quickest way that I personally know of then the question is, are you basically living the same life today that you were a year ago? Probably not. A lot of people have probably gone mm-hmm. through a lot of changes. But even coming out of those changes, coming out of being uh, isolated, and then they find themselves going right back to where they have been, or their expectations really haven't changed. Right. Perhaps you're, or maybe you're going through a lot of changes. 
Maybe you married the love of your life and you've had a child and, or moved or started a new job. Those are the times actually in my own life, Meg, that I'll never forget. I can remember how I felt when those things, those extras yes. happened to me in life. I mean, we all can remember that. Yes. But now imagine this, having and enjoying a life that's filled with exponentially greater and far more frequent, exciting, successful events than your previous best of times. Yeah. That's what my Kinetic Belief Life Mentoring Program produces. It, regardless of where anybody is in life right now, and you mentioned perhaps uh, having their back against the wall, needing something instant, quick, something to happen. I need change right now. I need health. I need prosperity. I need, I need to, I'm drowning here. A lot of people have that sensibility about them. Well, regardless of whatever it is, how successful you currently are or not successful, I personally guide uh, a lot of people to align their kinetic belief in ways to manifest their best life. And so if somebody wants to access more of their extravagance by advancing their mind, body, and soul, their life, then you know the mentoring is for them. And that's the best version of everybody already exists. That's the thing. And so what I do is I just help, help them to meet their authentic genius of purpose masterpiece, and we do it together. And I assume because you're bringing this up that you've reopened it on the website. Is that right? Because I know it's not always open and available. It is right now for okay. a limited time. Okay. Um, I do have a few slots available. So if somebody wants to check it out at stephencanyon.com, they can do that. Stephencanyon.com. Let's work through some guided thought forms. Just say this out loud. Say, I manifest a safe and secure space. I manifest a safe and secure space. I do it for myself. I do it for myself. Wherever I am. Wherever I am. I am blessed. I am blessed. And I attract what I choose. I attract what I choose. And I attract what is right for me. And I attract what is right for me. I am confident in my ability. I am confident in my ability. To be patient. To be patient. To create. To create. And to align. And to align. With my happy. With my happy. Joyous and prosperous place. <laughs> Joyous and prosperous place. I use my time and talents to help others. Mm, I use my time and talents to help others. To help them love themselves. To help them love themselves. Just like they are. Just like they are. I feel proud of myself. I feel proud of myself. When I am mostly me. When I am mostly me. The original me. The original me. The me that is supposed to be. The me that is supposed to be. I give myself space to grow. I give myself space to grow. And to learn. And to learn. And to be happy and, and joyous. And to be happy and joyous. Nothing can enter in to steal from my peace. Nothing can enter in to steal from my peace. Because I subjectively create my space. Because I subjectively create my space. For peace. For peace. I allow myself to be who I am. I allow myself to be who I am. And without regret. And without regret. Without sorrow. Without sorrow. Without negative judgment. And without negative judgment. Without regard to what others have. Without regard to what others have. Or don't have. Or don't have. I listen to my chosen voice. Mm. I listen to my chosen voice. And trust my chosen desires. And I trust my chosen desires. I choose to only be moved by my good feelings. I choose to only be moved by my good feelings. And to think. And to think. And to speak. And to speak. And to act in alignment. And to act in alignment. With my positive emotions. With my positive emotions. And let them serve their good purpose. Let them serve their good purpose. I give myself the love. I give myself the love. And the care. And the care. And the good attention that I deserve. And the good attention that I deserve. My drive and life-expanding ambitions. My drive and life-expanding ambitions. Are good for me. Are good for me. They're good for my creator. They're good for my creator. They are good. They are good. For all. For all. Wow. Well, I'm buzzing. 
This was incredibly powerful, Steve. Incredibly mm. powerful. What a depth of understanding we, we gained. And I feel like we touched on so many different facets of kinetic belief, really um, having a, such a nice holistic picture of, of, of what we're all supposed to be doing right now in this time. How important is this? The five keys to staying positive mm. in a venomous world. And Ooh. it is all around us. But, you know, it doesn't, yeah. it's not the quantity. Mm. It's just what we do with it and what we choose to, to yeah. um, uh observe and what we choose to do you know that that denotes that we can that we actually can do this we actually can be successful in all of these different arenas yeah well, you know the, the law of attraction 100 day uh, guided book is a journal we've turned it into a journal <laughs> so that it is interactive it's a and hybrid. Uh, it's a hybrid it's a genius <laughs> of purpose purpose articles of faith finder for you it's fun by the way all of this is fun everything yes. we've been talking about today it, you know, we keep asking ourselves, well, is this easy? Well, it's far easier than not doing it. Well, in expansion, you talk, you've talked a lot today about expansion. And isn't that what the journal is? It's this, it's this every single day. You're, you're having really the, a daily victory in each day that you're journaling, one through a hundred. And, and we've heard from so many people already that they've already started on their second or third journal. So this is, it's just fun, like you said. Working with the Articles of Faith. And it is so important that you follow the guidance because yeah. it, what I do is I help you... Uh, Work on your thoughts. The thoughts is the beginning of the trifecta of uh, manifestations. And you get your thoughts right, and then you speak in alignment with those thoughts, and then you bring the actions into alignment with the words and the thoughts. And next thing you know, you're manifesting. And it's coming in on every wave. And you don't change your expectations according to what you hear others talking about. And you keep it really close. This is your... uh, uh, this is the thing that you're keeping before your eyes. Yeah. This is in before your ears. And, and like it's we always, articles of faith. And like we always say, it's really that logbook as well, which I love because personally, when I'm on a any kind of personal growth expansion path, it's a little difficult sometimes to see how far you've really come. And so to open your journal and to look back and to look where you've been and to know where you are and then also to imagine where you're going, it's just this powerful tool to, to have that, that very real sense of where you are and, and what you've accomplished. Megan, I have thoroughly enjoyed oh, sitting man. across the table from you, you for too. the last hour or two or whatever it's and been. I've missed it's connecting with our, our KBs and oh, this has just been so much fun. I just, I just, hey, I love all you guys. Love you guys. And we are going to, I believe, have an announcement next week. And we've got a, an yeah. upcoming live uh, event. In-person in event. In-person event. We're going to invite all of you to, and we'll have details on that next week. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Right. Can't wait for the countdown. Okay, sure. Steve. Well, I can't wait for next time. And thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.